Welcome to the Divorce Survival Guide podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about co-parenting, separation, divorce, and the hardest question of all, should you stay or should you go? I'm Kate Anthony, your Divorce Survival Guide, and I'm here to help you navigate some of the roughest waters you've ever swum in and answer some of your toughest questions. I've been to hell and back, and now it's my mission in life to help you get to the other side of this process with your sanity and your heart intact. Hello! Welcome back to another episode of the Divorce Survival Guide podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Today, I have another solo episode for you, and today we're going to talk about what to do when your husband or your spouse tells you that now they want to go to therapy. It's a big one. It's a doozy. And I have thoughts. So this is something that I hear again and again. I hear it in my Facebook group, in private messages, on Instagram, on Facebook, in my email, you name it, women are asking this question. So what better topic to do a podcast episode on than this? All right, so here's the scenario. You've been unhappy for a long time, maybe like a really long time, and you've told your husband that you're unhappy. You've asked him to go to therapy with you, often multiple times. Maybe you've begged him to go with you, but he's still said no. He may even have said, I'd rather get divorced than go to therapy, which I've also heard multiple times, and it blows my fucking mind. Because really? Really? You're so afraid on of working on your marriage that you'd rather get divorced? Okay. <laughs> I mean, more fucking power to you. Go ahead. So maybe you have continued to suffer, right? You have continued to make the most, the most of it, to care for yourself and your children, to put on a happy face to the world, all the while suffering inside from emotional abuse, from emotional neglect, or just from being really fucking unhappy and starving for the love and connection that you're so desperate to feel until one day you just can't do it anymore. Until one day the switch flips and you just fucking can't. And that's the day that you tell him you're done. And you mean it this time. Something has changed in you and you know that you're done. And he knows that you're done. He feels it. And then he panics. And he tells you that he will do anything. Suddenly he is super sweet. He starts doing and saying everything that you've been begging for for years. He's cleaning the kitchen and the bathroom. He's cooking dinner. He's doing the dishes. He's attentive. He's kind. He participates with household and kid duties. He brings you flowers. He sends you loving texts throughout the day, professing his undying love for you. He tells you he will do anything. He tells you he wants to go to therapy. He sees it all now. He gets it. He's been wrong. You've had to put up with so much. He regrets how he's neglected you. He he reads the books about abuse. He sees the light. He begs you to go to therapy. And you feel like a goddamn bitch because you just can't bring yourself to do it. 
You don't have a shred of goodwill left in you. And then you start to question yourself. If he's being like this now, is it possible that he's really changed? Are you a horrible person for not giving him a chance now that he's ready and willing? Okay, love, here's the deal. I'm going to break this all the way down. So here's the thing. First of all, usually when women are done, we're done. It's like a switch has flipped and you, and like then it's become completely disabled. There's no way to turn it back on. So if you're at this place, if you are indeed done, then there's likely very little you or your husband can do to turn this sinking ship around. Remember that you begged him to go to therapy. If he was serious about working on your marriage and changing, he's had ample opportunity to do so. Saying he'll go now smells like a tactic to me. Because if he truly loved and respected you, and all the things that he's probably texting you about how you're the love of his life and he can't live without you, he would have gone the first time that you asked. But now that you're calling his bluff, suddenly now he's on board? Uh Uh-uh. I remember about, it was about two weeks after I finally ended my marriage and my ex came to me and he said, I'm so sorry. I just never thought you'd leave. And what he was telling me in that moment was that he knew he was treating me horribly all along. And he could have done something about it, but he chose not to because he just thought he could continue to get away with it. He never thought I'd leave. He never thought I'd find the strength and the power inside myself to stop putting myself in harm's way over and over and over again. And that's what this feels like to me for you. If you have been begging and being ignored and he wants to go now, it feels like he thinks he can use one more tactic to get you to stay. Then the one thing that you have been asking for, it's the trump card that he's been keeping in his back pocket all along, and I'm not buying it. Now look, if you have one shred of a fuck left to give, even just one corner of a fuck, go to therapy. Go to therapy with him and watch him carefully. See what he's willing to do. Remember, actions, actions, actions. I don't give a rat's ass what he's texting you. I don't care what books he's reading or what podcasts he's listening to. Hey, (laughs) I want to know what actions he's taking. Is he seeking out his own therapy? Is he making behavior changes? Remember, an apology means nothing if it is not accompanied by behavior changes. In 12-step programs, we call this making amends. An amend is a change in behavior. They don't say we make apologies. No, they say we made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Direct amends. This means that we take full responsibility and change our behavior directly towards the person we've harmed, except when to do so would cause them more harm, which is why you don't tell someone who doesn't know you cheated on them that you cheated on them just to make yourself feel good. You just change the behavior and stop cheating. (laughs) But I digress. Watch his actions. Watch for the behavior changes. Words mean nothing without actions to back them up. I usually say to give it about two weeks, but go ahead and give it a month. At this point, watch to see if he becomes complacent, thinking he's gotten you back and he can relax now. 
or if he really puts in a good faith effort. And if he does, awesome. This might be working. He might actually be changing. Your job now is to keep going to therapy. Do not stop. You cannot fix what's broken in your marriage on your own. You need help. And make sure that your couples therapist is a Gottman-trained therapist and has experience working with couples and that you like them. Remember, not all therapists are good. Just because they have a few letters after their names doesn't make them good. Um, Here are some words of wisdom that I want to share with you about how to vet a therapist. And this is coming from a therapist um, who's actually in my Facebook group. And she says, and I quote, I recommend reading about them online on their website, email them, call them, and do an initial intake uh, appointment before you make a decision. Go in knowing what the gold standard clinical intervention is for your need or issue and make sure they've trained in that and done supervision and consultation. She says word of mouth referrals are awesome, but can be hard to come by. And here's something else she says. She says, if you don't feel connected, seen, heard, and understood, that is a problem. If you feel judged, that's a huge red flag. She says that the best therapists are trained in many different interventions to treat the same issues. They keep getting training and they invest in consultation and supervision. So as an example, she goes on to say that she trained for seven years under others in post-grad before she worked on her own. So it was nine years that she was in clinic, that she had nine years under her belt clinically before she started taking outpatient clients. And she worked under and with the best in her field and learned from them. So someone who is just out of school, who's not done training post-grad, is not seasoned. Um, she Also, she sort of ends this by saying that they don't teach us what we need to know in grad school. This is so important. I can't even express how important it is to find a good therapist. Unfortunately, so often we're just looking for someone on our health plan that we're not really doing enough due diligence. So trust your gut. Do your work, do the research, and trust your gut. We like to pretend that therapists are magical beings who know more about us than we know ourselves, and that is not true. You know. Your gut is telling you something and you need to listen. All right, I'm going to come back in just a minute, and I'm going to talk to you about why you feel guilty and also how to access and trust that part of yourself that knows, that gut that you need to listen to. But before we do, we're going to take a quick break to hear a quick word from our sponsor today. Hey, guys. I want to take a quick break here because I want to tell you about a co-parenting app that I have been testing out and I absolutely love. The FAIR app, it's F-A-Y-R, is the easiest, most intuitive, and conflict-diffusing co-parenting app on the market. And I am so excited to be partnering with FAIR on the podcast today. This app is so cool, not just because it's app-based, so it's always at your fingertips. 
And not just because it's made with the user experience in mind, so it's super pretty and intuitive, but really because of all that you can do with it. So here's a sampling of some of the things that you can do on the FAIR app. There's a time-sharing calendar, so you can track custody. You can exchange days and never forget special events like soccer games or birthday parties. There's documentable text messaging so that if you communicate through the app, it stores everything for you. There's an expense tracker so you can monitor expenses, upload receipts, and just generally track all of the kids' spending all of the kid spending. But here's my favorite part. FAIR has a GPS check-in that is a court verifiable way to document your presence at all GPS verified locations. What this means is that no one can accuse you of not being where you said you'd be with your kids because the app will prove that you were there. How cool is that for high conflict cases? There's a monthly parenting report that tells you unequivocally what percentage of custody you had that month, along with tons of other things. There's a private journal to take notes, add photos, and screenshots. You guys are constantly asking me how to store the screenshots that you take. Here it is. Um, there's also a file vault so you can keep all your records. You can export all of your records. And there's a Spanish version of the app as well. So the best part about this amazing app is that they've come on as a sponsor of the Divorce Survival Guide podcast. And as a loyal listener, they are offering you 20% off of your subscription. So here's what you got to do. You got to go to befair.com, B-E-F-A-Y-R.com. When you subscribe, use the code KAnthony, that's me, <laughs> my first initial and last name, and you'll get 20% off. Then you're going to download the FAIR app from the App Store or Google Play right there on the website, and your life will immediately become 150% easier. Now, of course, if you can't remember all this, you know it's all in the show notes. What you need to remember is that you can lose the he said, she said, and be the best parent that you can be. Be FAIR, F-A-Y-R. Okay, now let's get back to our episode. So before the break, we were talking about guilt. I can't tell you how often I hear women saying that they feel so guilty at this juncture. Many women's husbands are crying nonstop, begging, pulling out all the stops, and they feel nothing except guilt that they feel nothing. And if this is you, I think there are two reasons, two main reasons that you feel guilty. Number one, you're a kind and compassionate human being. <laughs> you have wanted nothing in this world more than her, your husband's love. And now that he's giving it, you should want it, right? Well, maybe. Or maybe it's simply too little too late. But your guilt is about your compassion and the fact that you are an empathic and beautiful human. So no wonder you feel guilty. Guilt is a beautiful feeling from beautiful people, okay? It just, you feel guilty because you have a soul, all right? So that's the first reason. The second is that making you feel guilty is a tactic of abusers to keep you in check. So check yourself. Do you feel guilty or are you just sad that it's come to this? Here's the truth. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rarely have I seen a man who sees the light and follows through. 
Even more rarely have I seen a woman turn back around after she's done. So how do you really know? And what should you do? And so this is what I was saying I'm going to come back to. This is about that intuition piece, about you getting in touch with your inner knowing. So here's what I want you to do. And I want you to do this right now. And then I want you to repeat this as much or as often as you need. I want you to sit quietly with yourself. If you're driving, don't do this now. (laughs) You actually could, actually. Just don't close your eyes or anything. I want you to take three to ten breaths slowly. Three counts in and three counts to hold. And then I want you to let it out for four slow counts. Center yourself and repeat this a few times, this breath process, three to 10 times. And when you feel aligned and quiet and the voices in your head and your central nervous system are calmed, ask yourself, what is my truth? The voice that wells up from deep inside of you is your intuition. That is your true north. That is your inner guide. It'll be the first voice that you hear. The second voice is going to be your inner critic. They don't like this exercise very much, but that first one, hear what she says. Honor her. Love her. Nurture her. She is dying to be heard. Now, if you hear your inner critic, pipe up too. Listen to her as well. Hear what she's telling you. What is she afraid of? What is she trying to protect you from? Let these two voices have a conversation. And then check in with your inner guide one more time. What, my love, is your truth? So if this is kind of resonating and bringing some stuff up and you want to do a little bit more work on this, this is exactly what we do in my program, Rooted, which I just recently relaunched because people were asking for it. Um, it's a course that's designed to get you deeply rooted in your deepest knowing, your deepest confidence, and your deepest strength. Uh, it's super reasonably priced. It's just $197, and it has a payment plan. All of my work has payment plans because I really want to be as accessible as possible to as many people as possible because I want you guys doing this work. I really, really, really do. I want you doing this work. I love that you listen to me, but more than that, I want you doing the work. Um, so you can find a link to um, uh, all, the info- all the information that you need is going to be in the show notes. If you can't access that right now, it's on my website, kateanthony.com slash rooted. All right, so let's wrap this up. Where are we? If your husband wants to go to therapy and you have a few fucks left to give, find a good therapist and go. Give it your very best effort. If you have nothing left, if you're done, you are not alone. 69% of divorces are initiated by women, and this is why. Just 23% of couples who get divorced have ever gone to therapy. And this is a huge part of why. It is a sad-ass truth, but the numbers just don't lie. So your job is to go deep and get in touch with the part of you that really does know. 
all of your answers are there. I promise. So thank you. Thank you for joining me again. I am so honored that you're here sharing this time with me. Uh, Stay tuned for another episode of the Divorce Survival Guide podcast coming to you next week. And if you like what you're hearing, reviews are always appreciated, especially on Apple Podcasts where they really matter. So um, if you haven't given me a review and you like what you're hearing, head on over there and drop me one. I would love it, love it, love it. All right, that's it. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Divorce Survival Guide podcast. If you like what you hear, head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in and leave me a review. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the Divorce Survival Guide. I'll see you next time. And until then, remember, you, my love, deserve to be happy.